0: Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.
3: Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio.
2: Welcome to Good Morning Football. We are live in New York City. It is Monday, June 5th. I am Sarah Walsh alongside arrested Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty, and Peter Schrager. After having the week off, these guys are ready to go. Am I speaking out of turn on that? No. No. Okay, are you with like another week? No,
3: I feel great. I want to shout out to the people over the week who were like, where are you guys? Why are you not on? This is part of my morning routine. We're here. We're back. We're live. There's nothing like NFL in June.
2: It is time now for the lead block. Lead block. DeAndre Hopkins, a free agent after the Cardinals announced his release two Fridays ago. Here's a look at what the star wide out has done so far in his career. He has more receptions before the age of 31 than anyone else in NFL history. And yet, the Cards' new head coach, Jonathan Gannon, feels it was the right move.
4: All the factors that were in play, uh, we just felt that it was the best thing for the team to play with who we have. It's really no big deal to me. You know, We're operating under the premise that he was going to be here, and now we're not, so uh, we're moving on.
2: Plenty of rumors out there about who may or may not be interested in signing Hopkins. So which team makes the most sense right now for DeAndre Hopkins, Peter?
5: Yeah, look, it's already been five days since he's been released and he hasn't signed with another team. And I think it's a very unique situation because you'd say, okay, go to a Super Bowl contender. The Super Bowl contenders don't have any money. So you're looking at a lot of these teams. The the Bengals are cash-strapped right now. The Bills are cash-strapped right now. The Chiefs are cash-strapped right now. So, okay, fine. Shouldn't he want to go get a ring? I can't speak on behalf of DeAndre Hopkins. Why should he take less than what Odell Beckham took? Why should he take less than what other veterans take? DeAndre Hopkins, as we saw from the stats, is one of the greatest wide receivers sports seen in the last 10 years, and he Mm -hmm. certainly can still play. But when the weeks get later and later and teams have their rosters, you might have to make a concession. So if you're telling me what team, I think, makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. And most, I still look at a team and everyone's like, oh, no, they're out. They're out. Just be careful. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills, to me, still makes a lot of sense. The bills are out. The, but the Bills were out. I heard it on a PFF <laughs> Twitter. <or> someone <laughs> wrote about it. that They're out. Slow down. They might be out at the $27 million number, but uh. as these days go by, I still look back at the Iron Athlete podcast where... He starts talking about quarterbacks. and starts listing Josh Allen as a guy he wants to play with. Okay. And I actually think he fits what Buffalo's doing. Dalton Kincaid comes in, and that's an incredible addition to the offense. But if you're the Bills, and you've been knocking on that door year after year mm-hmm. after year, and last year you added Von Miller, you're like, all right, that's going to get us over the top. You can't just say, all right, we're good. You have to consider every option. And if Stephon Diggs is the long-term answer, I don't know. But for this season, I'd say having DeAndre Hopkins, Dalton Kincaid as new additions to mm. go with the Gabriel Davis and go with the Stephon Diggs and go with Josh Allen, I th- that puts you in the conversation. It puts you in the conversation with Cincinnati and it certainly puts yeah, you in the I conversation know. with Kansas City. Yeah. Through the Bills, I think of, we've all had friends who have dated significant others and have dated, and, and it's like, is this the year that they're going to get engaged? Is this sure, the year they're going to sure, get engaged? Sure, sure. Like, well, no, it actually fizzled yeah, out. Whatever yeah. it is, again, we're doing the Buffalo Bills hype thing. Like, there has to be a new spin to this. Yeah. To me, DeAndre Hopkins is a great addition. Kincaid's a rookie. I don't think he's what gets them over the top. Mm-hmm. You had DeAndre Hopkins. You mm-hmm. can go to war with anybody in the AFC. I still think Buffalo makes sense. The yeah.
3: Buffalo Bills thing is fun, though. It's a change from the Chargers hype thing that we oh, do. We do that so can every year too. Go back and forth. Jason, tell them,
4: tell, tell us the rule. Yeah, uh, when I hear Shrake say you're a significant other, and it's when are they going to get married? It took me and my wife seven years, so it's a it's a very daunting task <laughs> as you're going to weddings and you don't yet have a ring on her finger. So that's a whole nother conversation that we can dive into. Mm. But interesting fact that you just said, we got Let's time. go. We may have
3: to power wash <laughs> that one.
4: Well, I don't know if I'm going down that road. Uh, you just mentioned a lot of teams might have been out at the $27 million mark. And when we talked about Hopkins possibly getting traded, that probably was a thing that didn't allow it to happen. But now as a free agent, I'm looking at the Kansas City Chiefs oh, wow. For DeAndre Hopkins, he's a guy who has been, what you just said, one of the best players at his position throughout his career. You can look at any stat and find them there. Throughout his career, though, he's played in six playoff games. Only two of them he has won. And his last playoff game was in 2019. So you join a team like the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a team that has weapons, but they don't have a guy where you have to possibly say, hey, him, Stephon Diggs, who's going to play second fiddle? How's that going to work out? You have two superstar wide receiver personalities. You join the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a team with Travis Kelsey as the guy at tight end. But at the wide receiver position, there's weapons and there's speed all over the field. And you had a guy like DeAndre Hopkins who can be on the outside with Kelsey getting a double team and safeties possibly playing deep for MVS and guys like Sky Moore, Hopkins gets the chance one-on-one coverage to work underneath and do what he's best at. Third and short, being able to go to him and trust that, hey, one-on-one, this guy's going to be able to make a catch against anyone. So I look at that Super Bowl trophy, and I look for a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. This allows you to go to a team and chase that ring but to your point, money wise, who knows where he'll want to go mm-hmm. and what he finds to be a comfortable situation? He's won two playoff games. I believe one of them was against the, was against the Bills. That was I the last one he said. won in 2019. That was
3: a wild game. I'm going back to Buffalo, too. There's a term that goes around, it's called suit up scenes. Mm-hmm. And it's in the Marvel Universe and everywhere. Suit up scenes where, like, Tony Stark will just be like, and it goes, and all these weapons just go all around. <laughs> Batman has suit up scenes. If you're really deep into it, like I know Peter is, Moon Knight yes. has suit up scenes. <laughs> the Bills are doing a suit up scene right now they just need Josh Allen to stand there and just put his arms out just weapon, 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 weapon like all over his body in armor so as to take on the Chiefs and the Bengals and there's you can't be too much like yeah. you know like there was, there was Iron Man and there was War Machine it's like was the giant shoulder cannon entirely necessary to go with the wrist rockets probably not but you put it on there anyway. I don't know if Von Miller was completely necessary last year yeah. coming off that division run game, but they did it anyway. I think it's the Bills. I really do think it's the Bills. Remember, they brought Odell into their building. They looked at him. They were interested in him because Bills friends were like, we got Gabe Davis. I love Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis is Gabe Davis. He's great. We're looking for maybe something else. We haven't gotten it done with Gabe Davis. And let's not forget, they got a front row seat for the DeAndre Hopkins suit up. Bring it up. This is the biggest number one moment of DeAndre Hopkins' career. And it's, again, into the teeth of the Buffalo defense. That's not this, like, weird replacement defense. That's Micah. That's Poyer. That's Trey. That's their, quote, unquote, big three in the secondary. And that was really, I don't know, I think it's the greatest moment for the Arizona Cardinals in maybe the last coast of decade. And they did it against the Bills. They have a front row seat for him suiting up. There's never going to be a scenario where you say, I think the Bills, I think they're drunk. They added too many people. They, 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 they have too much talent around Josh Allen. Have you looked at the AFC? There's not such thing as that. Get them. You won't regret it. Sure, it's going to be maybe financially irresponsible. Peter, what do we say these days? Just buy everything and worry about it later, right? You have to. Yeah, it's
5: post-pandemic. That's what you do. Just you do. Just hoard the, the, the Purell <laughs> and bad. hoard
3: the players and suit the hell up I in you also feel AFC.
5: like the way last year kind of fizzled out for them and understandably so with what they were so going through. Through, yeah, I? Like, yeah, that was Don't they need a new spin? Like, isn't there something? Isn't this... Just running? James Cook's gonna be the feature right. back, Peter, and, I, and we might need more.
2: Imagine, though, <laughs> if he ends up going to the... Like, the amount of time... That the Bills take up on this show, right? That they're almost there. They're almost there. Mm-hmm. If, if, if tomorrow it comes out DeAndre Hopkins goes to the Bills, it's going to be the second one's going to be like, oh, who's going to stop the Bills? They're like, yeah, it no, does, lose to the Chiefs it does. <laughs> it does feel like there's so much talk recently about the Dolphins just loading up. It just feels okay. like they continue okay. to load up. I'm going to go the opposite side of that. So the Bills, the Chiefs, they're already right there. I'm going go to go the Browns and reunite mm. them with this former quarterback, which I know has been a topic in the sense of you went out and spent. How much money on Deshaun Watson? Mm -hmm. I mean, what is the pressure level there that that team has to get into the postseason? And I think there's a little bit of a pass or there should be on Watson didn't play all of last year and you didn't know what kind of Watson you were going to get. Well, you paid that money for Deshaun Watson not to not get him into the postseason. So what are we doing? I know there's a a Amari Cooper there, but look at the last time these two were together in 2018, 2019. Only Matt Ryan and Julio Jones had more receiving yards. They were a behemoth together. I don't think he was. Uh, Deshaun Watson was on his list when he listed up. But again, who doesn't want to go? If you ask any player, of course I want to go to the team that's going to be the front runner to win the Super Bowl. But it's so funny how many players are going to say that because obviously, yeah, you'd go like to get a, you'd like to go get a ring. But mm-hmm. when it comes down to the paycheck, like that somehow always seems to factor in a bit there. Mm-hmm. So I say reunite him with Deshaun. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is Amari Cooper there, but the, there is there is a. There's mm-hmm. a an, and Joku uh, was, is obviously yeah. significant mm-hmm. for them. Donovan Peoples-Jones, but then there is a drop-off after that. So throw DeAndre Hopkins into that mix, reunite him with the guy that he mm. was incredibly successful, mm-hmm. his most success with, yes. uh, and get him back there.
5: Peter, any any post-mortem on DeAndre Arizona Cardinals is kind of just, just no. You know, it's interesting because I talk to Cliff all the time, yeah. and especially when this thing happened. You know, no one has a bad word to say about DeAndre Hopkins. Uh-huh. There's no like he it was the money was just too much like it's not because he's not a bag he's not a great guy it's not because he's you know he doesn't serve as an example they had this huge contract with with him, and the arizona cardinals are a rebuilding team Uh, so it just made no sense for him to be on that squad they use that money elsewhere and by doing it before june 1st Uh, they kind of eat it now and well let's just say next offseason should be interesting in arizona
3: can i tell you something i read a column over the weekend our our boy adam shine on nfl.com bold predictions he went 0-17 for the cardinals he went for it shine man i love it it's (laughs) not
4: unprecedented
3: Oh, and so, Jay, you, you, you're kind of a house expert on yeah, that. Yeah, you,
4: do, you don't want to go through that. There, there's, there's, there's culture ramifications when you yeah, don't win a game. very negative
3: story. Game. Yes, yeah, yeah. Shine goes for it, though. Bold prediction. If you want bold, story. he gives you bold.
2: Uh, Will is going to join us you Gotta now. love sports.
3: <laughs> gotta love it.
2: The NFL learned some sad news yesterday. Norma Hunt, matriarch of the Kansas City Chiefs and mother to current Chiefs Chairman and CEO Clark Hunt, passed away at the age of 85. Will?
6: Yeah, that's right, Sarah, and it certainly didn't take long for the outpouring of condolences to begin, starting with NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, who wrote, quote, The entire NFL family is deeply saddened by the passing of Norma Hunt, who was a significant presence in the NFL for the last seven decades. I was fortunate to know Norma for nearly 40 years and was always struck by her warmth and grace, her partnership with Lamar, and her pride in their family. Norma's sense of family extended to the Chiefs organization, which she greatly adored. Norma was one of the most passionate fans of the Chiefs and the NFL and understood and enjoyed every aspect of the game. She loved being around the team and referred to the players as real-life superheroes. Norma attended every Super Bowl ever played, including the two recent Chiefs victories, and was the only woman to do so. Norma's role in football was highlighted recently in the documentary appropriately entitled A Lifetime of Sundays. Norma's place in NFL history will forever be remembered by the Chiefs organization and the entire league. We extend our deepest condolences to Clark and the entire Hunt family and the many people whose lives she impacted during her remarkable life. Patrick Mahomes posting Mrs. Norma was the best. Glad to be part of the special organization she helped build, she will be missed. Prayers to the entire Hunt family. Nora was often referred to as the first lady of football and will be missed by the entire NFL community. Nora Hunt was 85 years old.
7: Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max Hybrid Powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true.
6: He
8: scored. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site wide and a 100 percent satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off-site wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
5: Alright, what's GMWR? It's not Guar, it's oh. not, you know, it's not some band. Uh, it's good morning <laughs> wide receiver. Good morning wide receiver. This week we're gonna shed a spotlight on the wide receiver position, and we're each gonna take a turn and giving out maybe a specific list or two and a theme all around the wide receiver. For, for me, I'm going with the top five breakout wide receivers. Okay. For 2023, number five is a player who didn't take a snap last year, and yet is maybe the most popular Chiefs player in the history of the franchise. (laughs) What? Can we start Justin Ross' season? It's never too early. Ross was an undrafted free agent out of the, uh, the University of Clemson a couple years ago, had the injury, and yet everyone has spoken about Justin Ross for two years in Kansas City circles like, just wait till we get Ross on the field. When you look at this roster right now at the wide receiver position, we know they lost Juju, they lost Hardman, and years prior they've lost other players. Who's gonna step up, right? Valdez Scantling was the guy against the Bengals at that huge game. Tony in the Super Bowl was awesome. Watson, we know his name. He's a second-round pick, Rice. You got more last year. Of a draft. Richie James from the Giants. Justin Ross in yellow might be a guy to watch. Peter, right? I'm a Roche Rice guy. I'm sorry. I, 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 like, I like him, too. SMU. Good kill go, baby. Justin Ross has never played in an NFL regular season game. He was not drafted. And yet, when you're talking about breakout players, who's a guy that no one's talking about maybe nationally that might get some buzz locally and could be a player like, where did this guy come from? Justin okay. Ross. I'm not even kidding. Chiefs fans, hit me up. I was was in Kansas City this past weekend. Sarah was as well. Every other question is about DeAndre Hopkins or Justin Ross. Is Justin Ross for real? I'm like, yeah, Justin Ross is for real. Let's see what happens when it happens in the games. But this was a number one high school recruit coming out of high school. Oh, really? Started Clemson, had injuries, and now is going to be on the Chiefs this year, and we'll see how he does. Number four. Not a lot to talk about with the Patriots last year, yet I love their rookie wide receiver, Taquan Thornton. He's going to his second season this year, and I think Thornton could be an absolute stud at the NFL level with Mac Jones if they connect. Thornton, as we know, absolute burner, the speed guy in that New England offense, and had his moments. And if you look at what the Patriots did, they brought in Juju, who is not that same position. Juju is more of your possession receiver, your underneath guy, your every down back. Thornton is your game breaker. Jacoby Myers is no longer there. They didn't draft a player super high to say, hey, you're going to be our number one wide receiver. This guy has a huge opportunity to step up and not only be the number one wide receiver for the New England Patriots this season, but to be one of those players in fantasy football that you're like, I've got this guy is my number one, Thornton is my number two. I feel solid going into this season. It's going to come down to this offense, but you have to imagine that Mac Jones is going to have a better third year than he did his second year. And you have to imagine that Bill O'Brien is an upgrade from what they had last season. All right, number three. Number three, I'm going with an absolute beast on a team that is made of just physical specimens all over their offense. I'm going with a top ten pick from last year, Falcons wide receiver Drake London. Let's go. Drake London, if you recall, during the draft process, we saw as many highlights of him at USC as we did him dunking basketballs in crazy (laughs) fashion and doing wild windmills and all sorts of stuff. And then last year, started off hot with the Falcons. They had their quarterback stuff with Mariota. At the end of the season, all of a sudden, Drake London became that number one guy, and he was delivering. His numbers over the last four games of the season are very impressive. He had 36 targets over those last four games, meaning that's an average of nine targets a game. In those four games, that's when Desmond Ritter was the quarterback. Mm. So think about they have this going. Now you add Bijan Robinson at running back. Kyle Pitts hopefully healthy, ready to go. You've got a bunch of tall, strong, talented, young players on this offense. I think Drake London is going to have a huge year next year as long as Ritter can get him the rock. All right.
6: Peter, I'm sorry. Guess who
5: joins us in about an hour on the show? Who do we got on
6: the show? Drake London. Drake London. Let's go.
5: (laughs) Yet he's not top two on my list because top two are guys that I saw do it on a week to week basis last year. Guys who were rookies last year who I think are going to enter that elite, elite conversation. Number two, I'm going Chris Olave, Mm. New Orleans Saints. Chris Olave. With a rotating Doric quarterback last year, of is it Taysom Hill, is it Andy Dalton, is it Jameis Winston, put up massive numbers for a wide receiver position in New Orleans in his first year in the league. I think with Derek Carr at quarterback, I think Chris Olave is going to have even bigger numbers. Yes, Michael Thomas is hopefully going to be back and fully ready to go, but Olave has been the number one guy now for 12 months, and I have to think Olave is the focus of the offense. Chris Olave monster year last year. Remember the Saints traded up to get him, yeah, and he delivered. He exceeded expectations. I've got Chris Olave having a big year, top 10 kind of guy, wide receiver position is going to be the name. Number one. Who's number Number one? one on the list? Is it possible you could have a college teammate of the number two guy and have him be number one? I think Garrett Wilson's going to be amazing this year. I'm going with the New York Jets and Garrett Wilson. And I'm looking at slow motion footage of Aaron Rodgers doing a play action. And Robert Sala watching. And Nathaniel Hackett watching. And it's just like a thing of beauty. And this was all we got in the OTAs. And Wilson making the unbelievable grab and after the catch. Wilson had monster numbers and an NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year season with maybe the worst quarterbacks room in the entire NFL year ago. You're going to give him Rodgers? And I'll tell you what, Rodgers has been talking a lot about the team. Rodgers cannot praise Wilson enough. And... There's no player on any NFL team, I think, that is as good as Devontae Adams. So get that out of your head. Don't even think about Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams and Rodgers had something that will not be duplicated for another yeah, 10 years by anyone. And that includes any wide receiver, quarterback combo as you want. But Garrett Wilson is pretty darn good. And he and Rodgers are going to have their own sort of chemistry. And I saw one, one catch he had last week where Zach Wilson threw it behind him. And he caught it, like, down here. And it's just like, gosh, Garrett Wilson had an amazing dominant season as a rookie with some inferior quarterback play than what other guys had last year. I just think Garrett Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are gonna be fantastic. These are my five, tear them apart. Maybe they're too big of names and you can say he was the offensive rookie of the year. No, 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 breakout. Big years, guys that you're gonna want in your fantasy team. Kyle, what do you got?
3: Peter, I need a little, I need another taste of that, that Justin Ross mm, juice. Sweet, Give it to us. Come on, Justin baby.
5: <laughs> Give it to us. No <laughs> catches last year. No,
0: no games last year.
5: Number five on my breakout <laughs> list. It's fun. I just think it's one of those guys that we've been hearing about. I know the Chiefs are excited about him. He's finally healthy, he needs to be on the field, and he is a burner. Let's go.
2: I just want Drake London to come on and start his interview with us and say he completely disagrees with you. He's completely offended. How dare you have this segment and have me at three and Mm -hmm. then ask me to be your guest? Why doesn't he just say, why don't you have Garrett and Chris come on Yeah, you
5: know? Hey, drafted before both these guys, Mm. so maybe this could be a little motivation. And, hey, maybe I put him on the list because he's on the show. You don't even know that at all, okay? (laughs) In other words, he might have been off. He might have been off, but we heard he's on the show. Well, we'll give him this I'll
2: tell you what's about to be our off is our interview with Drake London. Hey, hey,
4: he already said he's coming. I'm going Chris Olave. This guy, he was balling last year. Saints didn't win a ton of games. Nobody talked Mm. about him. So I'm loving that he is number two on the list. Guy's teammate. I love to see that. That's
5: it. Top five breakout wide receivers. Let's check back at the end of the year, see how they did. Let's but do Justin that. Ross' season has officially begun. Let's go.
2: That's versatility out of Schrager. I From love a guy that, that, that was quote. rookie of the year to no a <laughs> guy, <laughs> guy that had
5: to play. Save that, please.
2: All right,
3: currently trending, we got Chuck Todd, Monday Motivation, and all kinds of other stuff. I'm not sure I should say on the air because I don't know if it's controversial, but we do trend of the world here. We just make up hypothetical trending topics, and then we write on our whiteboard what we would tweet in response to that topic. Let's bring to our first topic. Guys, it's happening. Apparently, there's going to be a John Madden movie. Yeah. And Will Ferrell is going to star as John Madden. This is the report. That's the icon, the late icon, and they're going to bring in Farrell, and we don't know if it's going to be a comedy or a dramedy or whatever it's going to be. Let's let's do this here right now, though. Dream casting. We can pick anyone living, dead, otherwise, to play John Madden in a major feature film. Hashtag Madden casting
5: call. Peter, who would you go with? Well, I think Will Farrell's pretty good. Yeah. Like That's a pretty good dream pick. Uh, I'm going to go Will Farrell adjacent, someone he's done a ton of work with. I'm going to say... Danny McBride. I feel like Danny McBride is the perfect Madden. The age is appropriate, he's got that great draw, and I, I don't know, I watch the, either The Foot Fifth Way, or I watch, uh, you know, of course, what we've got now, Righteous Gemstones, I see that he's got his own vernacular, his own style. Danny McBride, to me, is maybe the most underappreciated in the comedy world right now, and yet I feel like he's got a serious side we haven't seen. I like the idea of of, of Danny McBride talking about turducken and then also maybe being on the Madden Cruiser for a 16-hour trip to, like, Oakland. (laughs) I think it's great. Danny McBride's my pick. I would love that. great.
2: You went went Will Ferrell adjacent. I'm going to go Danny McBride adjacent, and I'm going to stick with Righteous Gemstones because the father of Danny McBride on that show is John Goodman. That show, if you don't want he's so good. And I think so many people think of him as, you know, Dan Connor from Roseanne. I mean, this guy is an actor. The Flintstones? You
5: didn't go, you didn't go uh... Blue's
2: brother? I think King King. of
3: him as King Ralph.
2: King, King Ralph? Ralph. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The Flintstones. The versatility. My point, Peter, <laughs> is the versatility of this guy. By the way, if you're not watching Righteous Gemstones, it you is so to. good. I would go with Peter's answer as well. I mean, <laughs> these two guys are in it, and it's, it's incredible.
3: Sarah, can you tell me who played Barney Rubble in the Flintstones movie?
2: I can't. Can Rick Moranis.
3: Oh, I oh. thought it was Tom Arnold. It was Rick. Reason. No way. <laughs> That's small time. No I know Rick from
2: uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, of Moranis. course. Yeah, gave oh. up
3: the game. Um, gave <laughs> up the game. What do you got, Jay, for who should play Madden? Uh, yes,
4: movie? I'm keeping the name John going. I'm going with the late great John Candy, and I think he would have played a tremendous John Madden. Big personality. A great and great guy, a he, he knows what the coaching is all about and cool runnings, giving Jamaica mm-hmm. a bobsled team. You can do that. Yes, you can go play John Madden. There's football interest. He was part owner of the Toronto Argonauts in the CFL. So I'm going John Candy would have made a dream John Madden. I would have loved to see that. So I'm going John Candy. I don't know if we've ever
3: nailed our answers more than this question. These are all great. I have it right. Remember when the deal was going on where Journey brought on a tribute singer who was in a journey tribute band to be the real singer of the real band. Mm. Guys, there's only one answer, and it's right here. When you, when I think Madden and someone impersonating him, there's, there's Callie and there's everybody else, guys. Wow, great This call. man has worked for 20, 25, 30 years on the Madden beat. He sounded more like Madden than Madden did. I think you got to give That's him his way. chance to do the real thing. Hey, call.
2: C.J. Stroud looking to become one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but some work will have to be done to get there. The rookie, however, was asked to rank his top five current quarterbacks in the NFL, and his list had some surprises on it, including he's got Jalen Hurst at the top, he's got Justin Fields at the bottom, and then Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, I mean, the, the regular gang right there in the middle. Guys, what do you think about Stroud's list, Peter?
5: In fact, he has a list and puts it out there, I appreciate it. It's so easy for these guys. You know, everyone's great and all they and he's not just putting out the top five guys and, oh, well, I respect Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. He's like, Justin Fields is the top five quarterback. So, is it right? I don't know, he's young. <laughs> uh, you know, is it, if I asked, if I ask a 21 year old right now who the top five musicians of all time are, I think it's gonna be a little different than my list. But you know what? The bad fact big. he even put out a list, I appreciate it.
3: Yeah, you wouldn't have a like, bad bunny on no, your list? No,
5: maybe. Like, I like bunny. the top five all time. I like bad bunny. Five, you know? all <laughs> all top five all time. He's
3: good. <laughs> you just simply can't stop top five lists. No. They, they're, they're, the president's gonna have his top five AFC quarterbacks. Yeah. We all do it this time of year. Uh, Jalen Hurts number one is really a take. And it's not like, oh, you put Fields on there because that's your guy or something, yeah. or, you know, Burrow has Ohio State roots and all. Jalen Hurts is better than Mahomes. I would love to hear. The, what's missing is the explanation. Yeah. <laughs> I want him to defend his list. When you do a top five list, this part and parcel. You got to defend it, fam. Yeah. Got to defend it. I love Jalen Hurts.
4: He's not better than Patrick Mahomes. No one is, but it's not my list, Jason. I'm surprised. He, and even he goes on to say, like, Joe Burrow is his favorite quarterback of all of them. That's who he models his game after. You make him number one. That was my thing. Why isn't Joe Burrow the number one? He had Justin Fields on there. Obviously, those guys were college teammates. It is fun that he made a list. It's a screen grab. At some point he will be asked to defend this top five list, so I'm very interested to see his take.
2: Hey, Jason, maybe it was like, good morning football needs something to talk about. It's June. There you go. If I put Mahomes up, they have nothing to talk about. They're going to go, of course it's True. Mahomes. You know what I mean? Maybe he's like thinking. That's one of the rules the of the list.
3: You can't have it be stopped. And you have to be crazy. Like
2: Patrick Mahomes is the obvious answer. So I think like, he should have been one. Yeah. Coming up, will it Be a big adjustment in Green Bay going from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. One Packer wide receiver doesn't think so. We're gonna fill you in next.
8: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: Packers OTA offseason workouts are set to continue today ahead of next week's mandatory minicamp. And all eyes, of course, are going to be on Jordan Love as he takes over the reins at quarterback from future Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers. One player feeling confident about that change is second-year wide receiver Romeo Dubs, who had this to say last week to Dennis Krause of Spectrum News 1. I think Jordan can do it. I think Jordan is a really good quarterback. He sounded just like this, guys. When you go from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan, Aaron was a really great quarterback. Think? But I believe Jordan can do the same exact thing. So I don't really see what's the big difference. Great. I'm not great. sure he said that with the exact same inflection, but you get the point. Obviously, Dubs, being a good teammate, he's showing support for his quarterback. Did he go a little too far here? What do you make of him comparing Jordan Love to Aaron Rodgers? Fantastic quote. Fantastic. So
3: fantastic. I mean, it's like I, I read this and I was like,
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> got it. This is the kind of stuff that gets me out of bed in the morning. Woo! I just love it. The difference, like, all right. Well, let, let's just let's break this down on a, a, a smaller, purely statistically. Like Jordan Love has thrown three touchdowns in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers has thrown close to 500. Wow. It's, it's just, it's an all-time quote in the sense that, like, all right, let's take it to, uh, you're in a movie, and the, the movie, the director's in the studio, they decide to to fire Daniel Day Lewis. He's not in the movie anymore. And one of the co-stars is like, it's okay, because, you know, we're going to bring in one of the Jonas Brothers, and, like, I, it's probably the same thing. Or we're going to get some kid from Glee, and they're going to replace Daniel Day. It's, what's the difference? There really isn't one. It's an incredible quote. I love that he gave it to, as you mentioned, Dennis Krauss of Spectrum. News 1 Milwaukee sitting there apparently after practice just chatting it's a casual thing I think Romeo Dubs is gonna have to double back on this one and clarify like it reminds me a little bit of when Devontae went to the Raiders and he's like you go from one Hall of Fame quarterback to another like, dude what are you talking about not- th- th- this stop that's not a good quote mm-hmm. and Rogers didn't like it so what's gonna be fun about this is there's gonna be a New York media angle to this where this is gonna go to Rogers now like this quote is going to come yep. from Romeo do we decide on Dobbs or Dubs Dubs, Dubs. Dubs. he's gonna talk about what Romeo said and Rogers is gonna have to reply so I love everything about this. I think it was probably just a very casual quote from a very young player trying to support his quarterback. I don't think he thinks he's as good as Rodgers, but God, it is fun. It is so. It's uh, a, Peter, you want to get in
5: this pool? Well, look, it's like <laughs> when you can dress Pete Myers on the opening game of the 99 season, you, and you had Michael Jordan last year as the Chicago Bulls starting <laughs> shooting guard. I mean, it, there's it's not that big a difference. And <laughs> it won't, when the season's over, we're all going to figure out that yes, Pete Myers is the same. As of course. It. Here's my thing on it. What if Jordan Love's really good? And okay. Dubs is like, I actually have seen the two play. I'm telling you. And I'm telling you, yeah. like, I, I saw whatever version we had of Aaron Rodgers last year, and this version of Jordan Love is as good. So we're looking at it historically when we hear it and we're like, all right, well, Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. He's got four MVPs. This is the dumbest quote I've ever heard in my life. Might as well just walk, <laughs> just walk from Milwaukee back to Green Bay, you fool. <laughs> Meanwhile, he plays with the guy. And he's confident enough to say it. Yeah. I'm not there. I'm not Romeo Dubs every day. And he was there last year when the Packers went 9 and 8 and missed the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. So it's like it's not like he saw the 4-year MVP. It's an absurd quote. It's one of the most absurd quotes we'll see this whole off season. It is complete complete meat for a show like us to just pick apart. And yet I kind of like it. Uh-huh. What if the version of Jordan Love that Romeo Dubs is seeing Yeah is not a huge drop-off from what he saw of Aaron Rodgers in 2022. Mm. He might be right. Guess what? The team chose Jordan Love over Aaron Rodgers in this very same scenario. So I like it. It gives confidence to Love. It sounds absurd. It's one of the (laughs) weirdest things you'll ever hear out of a person's mouth, considering the two careers.
4: And yet I'm here for it. Let's go. I, 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 I love it. I was in New England for the post-Tom Brady. We got okay. Cam Newton. We had Jared Stidham. We were like, what the hell is going to be the difference? Guys down in Tampa this year are saying, now we got Baker. <laughs> we got Kyle Trask. Who cares about Tom Brady? I'm all for it. My favorite part, obviously, was the end of it. And it was like, I just really don't see the big difference. Yeah. Okay. And you listen to that, and like you said, it might be one of the craziest quotes. You okay. heard Saquon Barkley said it last year. All right. F it. I'm going crazy. These young guys, I feel like, are saying the same thing. We're young. We're ignorant towards all of this other stuff that everybody's talking about. We got our quarterback in Jordan Love, and we're riding with him no matter what. So, yes, we're going to go out in the media. We're going to say things. But on top of it, they're saying to themselves, when the season starts, we're going to back it up. We're going to go out there, and we're going to ball for our guys. So, Romeo Debs is like, you know what? Jordan Love is going to get me to rock. He's going to put the ball in my hands. Christian Watson. And we're going to figure out a way to get this thing done. So all of us are looking at this quote like, what the hell is this guy talking about? (laughs) Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers. Yes, we can see a huge difference. He's like, not me. I'm out here, Jordan Love is getting us to rock, and we're doing our thing, and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. And I want to play this as the season starts and see where they fall on it.
2: As soon as I saw that, I was thinking, and you alluded to it, what if down in Tampa, Mike Evans goes, Baker Mayfield's our guy? Yeah. I don't see a difference. I mean, it, it, it'd be that same thing. But on the flip side of that, conversely, what are they supposed to say? And it takes you back to last season. Do you remember when Tyreek Hill it was post game. Mm. Stacy Dales, the great Stacy Dales. It was a post game. They had just beaten the Bears, and he said, "Tua is the best quarterback in the league. Yeah. He's the best quarterback in the league as a guy that played with Mahomes." And everyone blew it up. But he's playing for Tua. Like, what yeah. are they supposed to say? And you have to believe your guy, or you have to make your guy believe that he mm-hmm. is the best quarterback in the league. But I just remember, you know, that Tyreek quote went everywhere, sure. and he even said stuff. I think preseason. Most, before accurate. He Most accurate, yeah. And but again, like, it didn't stop Tyreek from putting up like insane, crazy numbers. No, so like, I know. I, you know, it's. Awesome for a show, and the best part is exactly what you said. This is going back to Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be an Aaron Rodgers response, and I hope it's by tomorrow.
3: And this has legs. This is going to go into the season. This kind of quote doesn't go away, and they'll do a thing where, like, let's say that Love and the Packers get off to a good start, and they're yeah. two and one, and the Jets are two and one. There's going to be side by sides of Rodgers stats and Love stats. Like, we've always kind of wanted to pair Love and Rodgers against each other, yeah. but they've done nothing but say he's so great, he's so great. This helps. This makes it a little <laughs> bit of a matchup. It really does.
5: I'm thinking about the Packers front office. PR staff okay. mm-hmm. And are they kind of sitting there? And in a usual situation, you'd say, I, 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 "What are you doing?" Are they sort of taking this and being like, "All right, Romeo," I do, I like,
4: like, "What? You, like, like, what, what happened grin, to the like, temper expectations?" Well, right. yeah, no, like you know, maybe he, the coach can no. say that, but if the
3: player wants to hype them. <laughs> maybe it's ironically almost like a Shakespearean. Like it really it is. is like, it's, it's very dramatic, right? It is.
4: It's
5: very dramatic, <laughs> and I wonder if Goody and and those guys are like, "All right, Romeo, that's yeah. not the worst thing to be put out there," because yeah. you know what? <laughs> that's their decision.
2: But we talked about it all along back when this was going down, and he was leaving when Aaron Rodgers was leaving because there was. Go back to the Brett Favre thing. and You're like, you're gonna get rid of Brett Favre. You're gonna, and then the next guy that came in was pretty good. What if? Yeah. And was stuff- there something in Green Bay that they just know how to pick them?
4: Maybe. Yeah, and you look at Jordan Love got in that game against Philadelphia last season. After the game, Darius Slay was like, he looked just like Aaron Rodgers. He got in there and was slinging it, and he was on the opposite side mm. going against it. So it's interesting to hear that take. He said it after the game. Now we have Dub saying it now. But my goodness, I mean, Aaron Rodgers was so good in Green Bay. Uh, you don't even want to put that on him, but... I'm coming around.
3: I think it's, I think it's going to be better than Rodgers. Come I'm on, I'm, I'm, I'm on Team Romo now. Well, think about what we're doing right now in the spring. They're running around. They're basically playing catch, right? Yeah. I have no doubt that Jordan Love hums it in there yeah. and he runs around better than Rodgers does and maybe even has a little more juice than
5: Rodgers at this point. That's all Romeo seen. I remember last year around know. training camp, you know, Rodgers, they were asking all the young receivers, he's like, I really like Romeo. Yeah. yeah. Loved him. He, was, he was the biggest Romeo said. Maybe he set an expectation too high and this is his great revenge. And saying, you know what, uh, you, you hype me up like that, I'm going to bring it up.
2: You know, you were just asked about, does, does the front office secretly like it? What about Jordan Love? Is he like, oh, God. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't ask for that. I mean, mm. he didn't ask for the intensity of the hype, right? Like, you always expect out of yourself to be really good, and he's been waiting for this moment to take over for Aaron Rodgers, and you can't get away, obviously, from, you know, certain comparisons. But (laughs) when you throw this out here, and he's... he's, I know. I mean, he didn't ask for any of that. It's just going to get piled on. i
5: didn't even go back to what you said earlier. I think it's so absurd, and it's such an agreed... I think if the Tampa Bay guys are like, well, Baker's really good. Baker's won Heisman. Baker's, Baker's been a starter in the league. Baker's Baker won a playoff game. Like Baker, like Baker, Jordan Love's done nothing. Yeah, I know. Nothing. It is a crazy thing to say, and yet I'm here for it.
2: Still to come oh. on GMFB. Got a young roster in oh. Atlanta. Make a big splash in the NFC South this season. And Falcons wide receiver Drake is going to join us later on to discuss.
3: Plus, the Cardinals (laughs) are trying to prove the doubters wrong in 2023. Adam Schein says they're going to go 0-17. I laughed my ass off this weekend. (laughs) Monday Mishmash is next. Good morning football in June. Can't beat it.
1: This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class.
0: find straight talk at straighttalk.com or at your local walmart store taxes and fees not included offer valid through four fourteen twenty four 24 while supplies last online only must purchase a straight talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify limit of five phones per customer family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan not combinable with auto pay discount
1: you can rent a car a house
2: even that little black party dress so why not rent the stuff you need for your home too the place to do it is Errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it any time or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at Errands.
0: Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.